Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, Stacy Personally Speaking, where my thoughts become known. This is season one, episode 161 of the Journey 365 series. Today's episode is about unpressed, my pace, trip trip, Lake Biwa and Bamboo Park. It was a bumpy start of the morning. My body was observing its customary out of whatness at this time of the month and yet something felt a little different. From time to time, there were these intense jabs which I couldn't quite place my finger on. They had started from last night, sending me into quite a tailspin. I started to come to early in the morning hours from sheer discomfort. My sinuses weren't happy and my body wasn't happy as it navigated between the cooler temperatures and the messiness of the sheets against my body. I got up and went to the bathroom, glimpsing the clock as I made my way. It was just around 5 o'clock and had I been feeling better, I would have stayed up and gotten an early start. Sadly, that was not the case this morning. And so I climbed back into bed after applying some eucalyptus and peppermint oil onto a rag. I took a few deep whiffs and fell into a semi-sleep state. The 6.30 alarm brought me back to Wakeland and I opened my eyes to an eerily lit room. It took me a good 15 minutes before I started my devotions. I was tempted to do it on the train and I said, nope, let's do it now. As I meditated before the Lord, I thought of all the hopelessness and remembered that God is our help, our very present help in times of trouble. And beyond that, God is also the God who makes a way where there is no way, no way whatsoever. This unprecedented time we are living in had not taken God by surprise. It has not taken God by surprise. And where we encounter limitations, God is infinitely, infinitely unlimited. It was a great refocusing time for me. Isaiah 43 verses 18 and 19 of the King James Version says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I forget so easily and need to be constantly reminded. After my devotions, I still had a few things to do to complete the preparation for my trip. I wondered if I'd be able to make it at the time I'd set for myself. Hmm. The total travel time was around three hours. 
I decided to leave the tent, put back the small extra towel, leave the oranges, bananas, and one of the juices that I'd bought last night. Most of the snacks I'd bought last night were abandoned as their air-filled containers were not suitable for packing, even though they were light. I didn't want to find myself in the same position though as I had on Sunday. If I'd had more time, I would have fried the two fishes I had left and make like a real trip, a real trip trip back home. I even thought about sandwiches and you know all that like in Jamaica. But there wasn't enough time and I was trying not to stress myself more than I had already been doing. I wanted my bag to be as light as possible, but with enough to keep me for several hours. I packed the two rice balls I'd bought at the supermarket along with rice snacks called senbe, my sweet potato chips that I'd bought at Costco, juice, water, and tea. Now I felt like I knew what I was about, and it was going to be a trip trip. My backpack was decent and my little lunch bag was also a nice weight. Once I decided on what to bring and what to leave, it was smooth sailing from there because I already picked out what I'd wear from last night. Loose pants and a light loose top with a spaghetti strap underneath. Even though it was supposed to rain, I was still preparing for outside to be hot. I put a sweater in my bag anyway, and that sweater came in very handy because it was not so hot. I vehemently opposed ironing my pants. Nope! It would never have happened in Jamaica. I would never have gone out like that. But I simply didn't want to iron the pants when I remembered how I ironed my shirt a few days ago and then threw it in my bag. Of course, the pants, the pants are a different situation because I, I had planned to wear my pants, but I still didn't want to iron it. It was a very overcast and cool morning in my neck of the woods. I wondered what my destination was going to be like. It was another train hopping day, but this time I was doing it by myself using the last of the pass my friend gave me on Sunday. I departed on train number three at 10, 12 in the morning. I wanted to use the bathroom really badly, but there hadn't been any time between train number two, which had arrived at 10.08, and the departure of the connecting train. I told myself I'd use the bathroom at the next stop, which was at 10.46. I would use the bathroom and then take a few minutes or so to explore that area. <laughs> but I quickly abandoned my desire to explore in the Maibara station when I realized that my next train was on the other side of the track, literally, right across from the first train. As I stepped out of the arriving train, the scheduled departing train in the next four minutes was right there, right there. I didn't have to get lost searching for it. So, I know these long riding trains are usually equipped with toilets, but 
I would scarcely ever use them before COVID and no was a definite no-no. I decided I'd hold it for the next 50 minutes. Ouch. Much to my body's dismay. I had a quick snack to appease myself. <laughs> I was on the fourth leg of the trip with one more to go to make it five. I could have made it four if I'd waited a bit and taken a super express from the third leg, but it wasn't that serious. And since I'd been feeling so off since yesterday, I didn't ride my bike for the first leg. I'm planning to get home at a decent time though, because I have work at the high school early tomorrow. Besides the first two trains I'd taken, the other trains were pretty empty. The last trip had been on a weekend, so there were a lot more people in the stations and on the trains. Freelancing does have its perks sometimes. While I was on the third leg of the journey, I'd started editing videos from my trip on Sunday, but I realized I wouldn't be able to do any voiceovers while on the trip, or on the train rather. I'd use the bathroom right after coming off train number three. There were several minutes between it and the final train, which I couldn't afford to miss as it ran infrequently, like one every hour or so. By the time I got on the last train, it had started to rain. It continued to rain for the entire time. As I paraded around the empty, cordoned-off beach, the signs were up in different languages. Apart from two families with their vehicles who had obviously, obviously finished doing whatever they went there to do, the Omimaiko beach was absolutely a ghost town. There was a lone fisherman way out in the distance and a black crow that dodged between the trees, dodged between the pine trees, causing me to wonder what it was at first. I allowed the waves to come up to my sneakers, almost sure my socks had gotten wet in the process. But I was having fun, even though it was raining. I'm sure I wouldn't have been able to see the beach itself if it had been good weather. I walked the long way around to check out the many old and dilapidated shops, which were all closed. Besides the beauty of the sea, the place itself looked pretty rundown. But the magnificence of the pine trees was so captivating and grandiose. I had made plans to meet up with a friend of mine who was able to leave work half day. But the rain caused plans to change. So after walking around by the beach and observing the three young, young boys fishing by the adjoining river, two shirtless, I made my way back to the station. The next train was set to depart at 1.29. It was a special rapid for Kyoto. But I observed the local train also heading to Kyoto on the opposite side of the track and I wondered if I was on the right platform. I decided to confirm with the station master and was assured the special rapid train would come. 
I hurriedly ate my Japanese pear while waiting on the train, as I realized I wasn't eating as I should. My friend asked if I'd ever been to Arashi, Arashiyama Bamboo Park, which I hadn't, and so that became the new plan. My friend met me at the station, we topped up our train passes and headed for the train to the park. There wasn't a direct train, and so the plan was to take two trains. However, we were told that it was just a 10-minute walk from where we were. That was great news, and the walk was quite welcomed. The rain was on and off, but mostly on, though not heavily. But there wasn't much to see in the bamboo park. In fact, it was such a short stretch. I could hardly believe it, and we weren't interested in the temples along the way. We did take a few pictures though, or at least I did. We made our way back to the station chatting about all sorts of life matters because that's what adults do, right? It never felt as though I hadn't seen my friend in years. This is a telling sign of true friendship, I believe. My friend planned to show me something but needed to first use the restroom. So I took a seat just outside where there were some seats in the waiting area at the train station. We had planned to head somewhere more conducive, but the sitting area proved to be just perfect. On top of that, our train had been delayed. When we finally started listening to the announcement, delayed 15 minutes or so. He was showing me how to maximize the use of my daily blog entries. I must confess, I must confess, it wasn't the easiest thing to digest, especially with a headache. But I know he's looking out for my best interest. When it seemed as though I had gotten the basics, we noticed everyone heading down to the platform, and so we followed suit. While we had been sitting, my friend encouraged me to have some water and something to hydrate myself. He then surprised me with the best thing ever, homemade fried chicken, just like how we'd do it in Jamaica if we were going on a trip trip. I didn't expect to receive it at all, but I was so excited. I told him that the best food is made by others, usually. <laughs> I should have followed him and eaten one of those chicken legs. Mm -hmm. But I was too shy in that open space. The train finally came and we found ourselves in a sea of school students that neither of us have ever experienced. The crowd was thick at that time of evening, mostly with schoolers. It was time to say goodbye. I didn't want it to end, but a time and a season for everything under the sun. The 501 train was the first of four legs heading back home for me. I told my friend goodbye and we exchanged hugs. Yes, Corona hugs. I had needed a hug for, for real. I had needed a hug. It was a nice day, despite the weather, and I was happy. I pushed myself to get out. I gained a new experience taking JR trains using the special seasonal 18 ticket. Not too scary at all, especially when I planned a bit. 
I got home after 8 o'clock and had a great meal courtesy of my friend. Most of the things I'd packed, like juice, frozen water, and snacks, went back home. Life is so unpredictable, but giving thanks always. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to leave a comment and let me know what you thought about today's episode. Join me next time on Stacy Personally Speaking.